Blog Talk Radio.
continue. Right ahead, Leo. Yeah, that music, I'll take you there, courtesy of the Staples Singers. And this is the Cricket Show. I am Dennis Seif. I'm being joined here with Merchis Nisbet. Uh, there's Donna Brown, Hyacinth, and of course our Cricket Show president, Leon Francis, is there in the background. I'm not sure if Leon's hearing me, but uh, if you are, say hello, Leon. Once again, hello and welcome to all our listeners wherever you are in the world. This is The Cricket Show at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash The Cricket Show. You can call us at 1515-605-9850 or send us an email at cricketshow at comcast.net. Set your reminder to join us every Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time Zone. And don't forget to join us again for the cricket show. Good afternoon to you, Leon. Good afternoon, um, Donna. Hello, Donna. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Hyacinth. Hello, good evening. Miss, are you there? You can hear me, Dennis? Yes. Yes, I'm hearing you now. Okay, and Leon is back with us now. Leon, I've just just introduced myself and the other staff, so take it away. Okay, well, let me begin the the whole proceeding this evening by offering a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your giving us this opportunity to have yet another show. We pray you let it go on without any interruptions. We pray for the ones who made it possible that we can have a show each and every week for the past 13 years. We pray this evening's show will be one to be remembered. And trust, we, we are grateful for the ones who made it possible, those who contributed financially, those who have done so morally, and those who support us in any way whatsoever, Lord. We are grateful for every presence that, of help that you have presented to us, and thank you so much. We ask your continued healing touches on how some of our brothers and sisters, namely Dr. Leroy Lashley and his dear daughter Lisa Murchis Nisbet, and her dear Bob's mother, Bobsy Nisbet, Connie Whitley, Ellie Matt, Everett Carter, Oliver Simon, El Camino Willett, of course my Siblings, Wentworth, Gobrel, Telbert, and Duane Francis, all struggling with some minor issues. My dear brother, a friend, um, Joseph Guntrup, Dennis Kelman, Mona Daniels, uh, uh, Fillmore Hallpike, who, whose whose sister was laid to rest yesterday, Lord. Earl Stevens, Jeanette Hughes, my niece, and Dr. Roger Brown as well as Sir Linford McKenzie, a panelist we have not heard from for a while, Lord. We just pray that he's okay. And, of course, Dawn Simon, she has been missing for a while, but we know through ill health. And we just pray that you will just touch her body, heal her from the bottom of her feet to the top of their head. We pray that all will be well with all the panelists, all the ones we have named. And we also ask that you touch those who have not expressed their concerns. And trust today that this wonderful time that you have allotted to us will be used in your name. And all these we ask in your precious name. 
and all God people say, Amen. 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 So why don't we just give a brief summary of what we have in store for you today, folks? Well, we coming up at 6.15, we'll have the Coach's Corner. And then the birthday and anniversary hour will be on at 7 p.m. And uh, our brother, dear brother Audley, will be on to present that. And today we have a special. We're going to be talking about something special. And, you know, we have taken on the laws of the game. And today's presentation will be made by none other than Merchis Nisbet. And she is all, all... Ready to go. So we just hope today you'll listen for her as she make a presentation. And we also have news about the women's CWI, the tour of Australia, the squad from the West Indies. We also want to tell you about the men's T20 World Cup, the fixture list, and the teams that were scheduled to be um to be used in the 2024 World Cup, the venues, and Australia and South Africa, and of course, are playing, well, Australia has just completed South Africa, and they are taking on India right now, and they are 2-0, we'll give you more of that, and we'll give you news about the minor league fixtures and everything else. And, of course, we have news about the upcoming 50-over tournament in the Caribbean and much more. So just tune, stay tuned to us, my friends. And if you need to call us, the number you should call is one five one five six zero five nine eight five zero. Again, the number is one five one five six zero five nine eight five zero. And we trust that if you can't get us by that method, you use www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the cricket show. www.blogtalkradio forward slash the cricket show. And I'm going to pass you right over to Dennis as he prepares for the coach's corner. Dennis, it's over to you, my brother. Thanks. Thank you, Leon. And just uh, my a little apology here. He's actually on the road, and he may be five or ten minutes late in joining us this evening. So we won't start the coach's corner on time today, I don't think. We may be five or ten minutes behind. So that's uh, until we get the coach. We will uh, take on some more topics that we have on the agenda. You know, some news of happenings and goings on in the world of cricket. And I'm not sure if Leon had uh, come across this news, but there was a, an item uh, recently I came across regarding the uh, Women's Big Bash League, where our own Haley Matthews has been uh, drafted to play for her team down there in Big Bash League, but unfortunately, Deandra Dutton was not retained by her previous club, although she has the platinum star as a well-established player. But for some reason, it appears that the uh, fee for um, uh, Deandra, uh, her club, has outspent or gone above their spending limits. And so 
she has not been uh, retained. They have uh, re re released her, presumably with some sort of talent that she has. I'm assuming that somewhere another club will come forward and um, you know maybe pick her up because she's got a ton of talent and it would be so wasteful and disappointing if she did not get uh, picked up to play in the women's big back league. But, well, um, I, I really yeah. not surprising, Dennis, but, you know, we just hope for her sake and for that some other team picks her up because you know, she has decided not to play for the Caribbean side that she you know, made her, her entry from. And we just hope, wish her well. Let's say that. Let's wish her well. And um, yes. don't know if you have seen the outline for the fixture list for the upcoming West Indies versus England uh, coming Christmas, the Christmas series yes. in December. Mm -hmm. The yes. full match schedule uh, as follows. On December 3rd, the first one-day international at Sir Vivian Richards Stadium. And the second would be played on the 6th. The first would be on the 3rd. The second would be on the 6th. The third would be played at another venue, at the Kensington Oval, on the 9th of December. And then the, that match starts at 1.30 p.m. And then on December the 12th, the first T20 will be played at the same venue in Barbados, Kensington Oval, then the venue switched to Grenada National Stadium where two matches will be played, two T20s on the 14th and on the 16th. Then the venue goes over to Trinidad at the Brian Lara Stadium or Cricket Academy where the first, well, the, the fourth T20 we played at the Brian Lara Academy. And that match starts at 4 p.m. And on the 21st will be the 50-20 at the same venue, 4 p.m. The first on the 19th at 4 p.m. The second on the 21st starting at 4 p.m. as well. So we just hope that these matches um, go over well and the crowds turn out to see their stars. And then it's also we, Australia are playing India, in India, and the series is split. You know why the series is split? Because we, it will be uh, interrupted by the World Cup final. But right now, India have taken a two-match series. The first day won... Um, can't tell you exactly how much they won by the first but but today's they won, match. They won by five wickets, Leon. And they won by 90, yes. And now, thank you, Danny, for that. By five and by 99 runs. And today, mm -hmm. 99 runs. On a DL, DLS fixture reduced to 30-odd overs, 33 overs. and But in India are looking ominous. They're looking unbeatable. And to, t to, t to top it off, they are at home. That's, and uh, we are all prepared, my friends. I'm sure Donna is 
going to be bringing us up to date, of course, with the um, the Trinbiga Knight Riders versus the Guyana Amazon Warriors, which starts in a few minutes, maybe 45 minutes time. And favorites, I believe, are Guyana, uh, not Guyana, but the Trinbiga Knight Riders. Some may not agree with me, but the Guyana are at home and they are known to be not able to go past the in the semifinal uh, or also run. So we, we'll see what happens. We hope they win. We want to see young Casey Carty out of the Leeward Islands playing well for the Trinbago Knight Riders if they retain him in the squad. But whatever happens, we hope to have an exciting final and hope the better team win on the day. And we have the point standing, at least the the stats as much as we can obtain about the tournament because, you know, we we want to make sure that everybody is recognized and we do have them. Time permitting, we will go through the details pertaining to the batting and bowling and tell you more. We are not... We're not very happy. I'm not too happy with the performance of all players because the most ones, uh, the most wickets are presently taken by Tahir, Imran Tahir, and he took 16 wickets. Well, Holden has taken 16 wickets too as well. And that guy, Dennis' boy, and Pretorius, 16 wickets, and um, Jason Holder, Pretorius, and Mohammed Amir, as well as the hair. they all taken 16 wickets. We'll tell you who, some more about that a little later on, more details. And then talking about the batting, we do have some of our players in, but I'm not really happy, I'm telling you the truth, with the performance of our players. Some are wondering, Dennis, whether or not we should consider having more teams so that more players can be exposed. But we don't know. Talking about the batting, the most runs, and Shai Hope, he has scored 449 runs so far. And Sam Ayub, he 426 in third place. We have um, Wazim, Ahmad Wazim, he has gotten some 312 runs. Nicholas Poran, 290. Brandon King, 288. And Andre Fletcher, 278. Just to name a few. And we have all the details about the, the tournament thus far. And we hope today's score will be important. Well, we also have the venues then it's the venues of the teams that have been chosen to host the 2024 World Cup. You know, this year, you know, next year's World Cup will consist of some 20 teams. And we over here in the USA are going to get some, some matches. We'll go into the details as well. And the Super 50, the Super 50, uh, tournament will commence on the 17th of October. Matches commence on the 17th, and it will go right down until, well, the details, let me tell you the details of, of the 
this encounter. So we just hope some youngsters come in and make their name. We go down to the 11th of November, and we just hope that we see, we, we see some more youngsters put their hands up because there's more room up top than one is down, what is down below, in my view. Anything you have to say about that, Dennis? Yes, uh, Leon, I'm certainly looking forward to the CP50. You know, mm-hmm. this is a very, very long stretch, 17th of October through the 11th of November, and there are at least two matches each day right through from the 17th until the 11th. So that should be a really uh, wonderful uh, championship series. If you remember last year, it was very, very entertaining where Team Jamaica actually won the CP50 and also won the um, the, the regular, the CPL. The four-day matches? The four-day four mm-hmm. encounter. Yes, well, but, I, I think of you know, what happened with the uh, CPL last year. I think Jamaica won that one as well as the uh, CP50. But if you recall, we had uh, the captain of the Jamaica winning team from last year was transferred to the Barbadian team. Barbados, yes. Probably, and, huh? of course, they, they did uh, not perform up to expectation. But likewise, the loss of Powell may have affected the playing of the, you know, the performance of the Jamaica Talawas because the Talawas went from uh, first place, having won the first opening two matches, then they slumped to what appears to be a five-match loss and uh, came back to win two and got themselves in the quarterfinals, but they did not quite make it through once again. So it looks as if the Talawas and the Royals, in spite of the changes and attempt to boost their performances, did not really uh, happen. So we'll see. Nonetheless, we have two stalwart teams coming up uh, for the uh, final this afternoon, and we're sure that uh, Donna will keep us up to date with the scores. But certainly um, the Warriors seem to have the edge because they're playing at home and their fans are really, really supportive. Uh, Looking at the games that have been played there in uh, Guyana these past few weekends, we can see quite a few spectators there in in the ground. So I think... But just just a word on that, though, Dennis, you know, the Guyana, to (laughs) me, they are like South Africa. Guyana and the CPL are like South Africa in the World Cup, meaning that South Africa are known to be choke, chokers, and so too are the Guyanese. And they have gone to the finals umpteen times, like so many times I can't remember, but they have never pulled it off. But with a new captain, I think this might be a difference. Let's hope that everything comes through. But uh, the the Knight Riders are a team that is well-oiled. They are experienced. And uh, even though they are away from home, I tell you, they can be a force to be reckoned with. So Guyana has got to come tonight with the A game 
Because if they don't, it will be the same as usual, reach to the finals and can't go any further. So be aware of that. And don't know if, if um, the captain can lead them out of this the slump the, of not hoisting that, that trophy. I don't know if you knew, you knew that before, Dennis, but that is what all the folks are talking about around town now. They're, they're a good team, but when it comes to the final, they are not there. So I think I, I take each game on its merits, Leon, and I'm not sure mm. that I can give that uh, choker uh, description to the Warriors. I think that today is the day, and they've been there and lost on previous occasions. Being at home today, I think that today is the day that they will put it together, and I'm convinced that uh, they have what it takes. After all, they're the only team that I think have lost only one game all, all uh, yes. CP throughout this particular CPL. So I think they've got a lot going for them, and I'm fairly, fairly certain that they're going to give a good performance today and uh, prove that... Uh, I really and truly hope that they do, because they deserve to be holding the trophy. But it, it seems to me just just uh, they have a phobia when he reach to when he reach to the finals that they don't know how to bring the bacon home. But greater things have happened, and today might be their day. They may come on, and I like to see if Shepard can perform. I like to see if Shai Hope can come back to his usual self, and of course the captain as a spinner. He, too, has got to put in something special and just retain his um, good performance with the ball. So, And he's due an off day because he seems as if he has been doing so much, so good that he he is uh, leading them single-handedly in terms of the bowling. And Shepard can bring off a blinder. You know, he's, he's a, he is one that I met personally, and he's really modest. And we just hope that he can turn up the ante this evening because this is there's no turning back now. You got to they got to do their best to get that trophy. And I think perhaps they may just call me wrong, but uh, but it's in their nature to just reach this point and just don't go any further. Let's don't know if any of the ladies. Yeah, Donna. Are you there? Tell us, what do you think of this upcoming final? I know you muted, Donna. Oh, okay. You stepped away. Well, Leon, do yeah. you recognize that the C the, uh, the CP50, there's a new format in the way it is being uh, handled this year. With They will have a final four. Uh, and the, the first place team will play the fourth place team. Is that Donna coming through? No, let's year. hope it's. We, we're trying to get Virgil. I don't know if he's with us. Virgil, are you with us? Yeah, but here we are. Okay, cool. Okay, okay. all right. We will. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, he's not able to talk with us right now, so we'll. Yeah, go ahead, as you were saying. Okay. Yes, I was saying that there's 
this is a slight change this year to in the format of the conditions of play. The fourth place, first place team at the end of the CG50, uh, mm -hmm. CP50, will play the fourth place team with second place playing third place in two semifinals, which mm -hmm. are slated to be played at Brian Lara Academy on the 8th of November. And the final will be played the same venue, Brian Lara, on the 11th of November. Of course, this year they have the combined um, combined college campuses as well as the West Indies Academy team also, which is a good thing to introduce those um, up-and-coming future stars yeah. into the mix. And this is something that the West Indies is certainly um, should take credit for introducing into this uh, so before we do that, though, Dennis, we have on online coach. He is ready, willing, and he has taken a, a drink and ready to go. So why don't you introduce him as you usually do? Okay. We will take that. Thank you very much. The Coach's Corner, the Cricket Show USA, the Cricket Hall of Fame USA, and the American Cricket Education Council ACEC is pleased to welcome the weekly joint collaborative broadcast of the Coaches Corner. The objective of the Coaches Corner is to provide coaching education and expert views, information, oral and practical assistance while helping to educate those seeking to understand and to become actively involved in the sport of cricket nationally and internationally. The segment of the Coach's Corner will run generally from 6.15 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard and will feature Jatin Patel, Cricket Hall of Fame and Multisport Coach Administrator and Director of the Cricket Hall of Fame. Coach, good evening and welcome to another edition of the Coach's Corner. Good evening, everyone. And uh, before we start, I'd just like to give you a heads up. I'm going in an area where we may have signal issue. It's like I'm northeast of Kentucky State and going mm. through this area like 38 Mountain. to 40 miles. I haven't seen that exit yet, so don't know what the signal stands is. But just want to give you a heads up. If I'm disconnected, I'll definitely uh, try to call back and join again. All we appreciate right. that. You, All right, we'll get moving. We'll keep moving at any rate. Today's topic and uh, words of uh, for discussion is centered around mood and emotions. So, coach, in practical terms, tell us what is mood when it comes to athletes and athleticism. Well, just for the listeners, the first important part, like we are switching the gear. Until now, we have talked about many things which can affect or impact your mindset. That includes anxiety, low confidence, there's the distractions, plenty of things we talk about it, which are indirectly causing the problems. But what is the first thing comes to change this thing, and that is where it's the moods and emotions. These are directly impacting the mindset. In other words, we are switching the gear towards now to understand 
what really happens and what is the first thing happening in your body as a human being who sends the signal or senses to your mindset to do or react or act certain way and that is where we are beginning our journey to understand what first thing happens when the mindset changes and where it stands is we call it mind controls the body now mind is not the physical part of the body but it's a thought process in the head in the brain we call it right so now what exactly happens which is changing this thought process and that is where we starting our now journey to understand what happens first and how we can change and that is where the moods comes the moods in an emotion is basically your experience in a current situation we call it like for example if you watch something really funny you will immediately start laughing because that's a mood changing in a funny moment if you see something sadness your mood automatically changes to the sadness and you feel sad and you may end up crying with it right if there is a and based on the mood there is a string attached it's called emotions It means you getting emotional excited for something right or you may be get into the angriness right because you frustrated or under the anxiety something is not going right so these moods and emotions are directly controlling your mind thought process and based on that the mindset changes and so does the body action the physical involvement because of that thought process okay thank you coach is there a positive or a negative aspect to co- to mood yes as i explained to you just in example the mood can change to be have fun with the laughing let's say at the same time mood can be negative which is the sad crying moment something like feeling like helpless uh, they also call it the under depression means what you are feeling yourself like low confidence don't have much interest those are the things can change and these are the things definitely comes from your senses we have one is like what you see second is like what you hear third one is what you smell fourth one is definitely one is the physical if you touch or feel something and then eventually what you read about or which you are viewing about so those are like a things can trigger and it can go both way and that's where is the mindset process is if it is a positive you can be performing well or improving well or do your best in the current moment that's a positive side but at the same time if the mood impacts negative way like if you are frustrated or got anger because say somebody said something to you it happens in almost all sport when one player opposite team side player telling something to the active player it can go either way sometimes it depends on the mood and how the emotional uh from that statement what they hear or what they observe something like that and it's a huge 
that it's how you control your own mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, can the mood of a player swing up and down during a match, and what could cause the mood swing? It always does, and the most of the player has that habit, or I call it the routine practice to control that situation. And it only happens when you start thinking something different or when you start doing any activity which is trying to take you into the different mood, let's say. I'll give you two examples for sure. Uh, number one, let's take the Virandra Shehwag. When he bats between the stands, he takes the two deliveries. If he is beaten or if he feels a little bit discomfort, he takes off a couple of steps away from the trees and he just sings a song on his own. Means now he is not concerned about what's going on or what's happened. He is in his own mood when you sing a song. Anything you like is nothing specific. So for a moment he is diverting his mood and staying away from the all possible distraction. Right? If I have to take the West Indies, it's definitely prime example is Sir Vivian Richards. He usually just chew the gum, right? Chew gum. And he used to, yes, he is heavily involved in that activity. If you look at it, when he's taking stands, he's not chewing. But in between, yes, he does. So it, it depends on, it, it helps. We call it, it helps to change the mood. You don't want to think, everything over and over and over and this is the break they take from doing something from different way and then come back to the original uh, routine you are trying to accomplish or you're trying to perform mm-hmm. thank you any questions yes yes i you know i just want to draw illustration you know there's much talk about a college football coach named Coach Prime, I don't know if you've heard that. He how he motivates, that. yeah, how he motivates his players. Yesterday he was playing. Uh, I think he was playing another team, and he was down forty-two to the nothing. And the fans from the other side were were hoping that he get blown out. He got blown out, and never once did I see him have a bad mood because the players were not winning. Well, he, he was there concentrated, and not once did he, he made an attempt to pull out his son, who is also the quarterback. He kept him in play, and eventually they scored. But the, the point I want to draw to you that a coach that has an effect on players, you know, react when if the coach, some coach would react and start to shout at the players and say things, you know. So I, I just want to to ask you if that is, and then again, when we look at Shander, not only Shander Paul, yeah, Shander Paul, when he takes his stance, he usually take that bail and hit it, pound it in the ground. That is a method he used to keep him in a certain mood to, to make him perform. Well, let's uh, go a few things, but before that, let's touch back to the previous question, and I can give you one good example for where yes. he is. 
where the mood change and mm-hmm. how the player become emotional and acted upon everyone knows that story in australia when sir kartney yeah. ambrose was bowling yes he had a yes. thumb on his wrist an australian player asked him to remove if you take that particular moment i will say sir kartney ambrose at that point or before when game started on that day he was in a normal mood let's take it this way mm-hmm. all of a sudden opposing team asked for something which created some discomfort what the sir kartney ambrose wanted to do let's say or what he was doing and all of a sudden what happened it looks like in his own mind he got some anger mood and that drive him the emotion to prove them and we call it he fired up and he took those all six batsmen in just matter of few seconds not few minutes or hours right so what here happens is the mood can dramatically or immediately change your emotion and which can go either direction going on chandrapol side and this football coach both has a really good uh, uh, things to do when it comes to the mindset but the process you telling me about taking bells and putting it is just one time or maybe few times during his innings he is normally do uh, if you watch carefully when he joins the game at any stage he takes the guard on one side stands on the another uh, end another striker says he will take that guard one more time after that if you review it he normally don't mark it down again until he really thinks he is coming back after the break or he is being disturbed and need to be reset sort of thing so he's not like something he is grabbing bells in a three four times a hour that is my point it's either at the start of the session start of the inning or when he is refreshing from the the end or something but that particular process is definitely that he is not concerned about anything else besides that particular moment in the living moment we call it and what he wants to do in that living moment best is that his mindset not sure what but what he's trying to do is trying to stay away from everything possible in that particular living moment and it only can happen if he has some serious activity or action going on with the full focus and concentration and that is the best thing to take a guard take the few seconds from everything reset everything and when you are concerned about this taking guard now you are in that particular moment you only care about where you going to hit that bell and that's a good example how you can set the mindset in living moment thank you coach just i took if i might just go back to the previous question that uh, leon had asked does go ahead. pep talk does the pep talk from the coach or others really work to have an effect on the mood and emotion of the entire team you know change the focus that is the direct impact on mentoring and lot of time you see when the team is not doing well when players are not playing well any sport if you look at it 
coach is not shouting or talking to the players when the things are going well but as soon as the coach thinks that my player is not doing right or team is not doing well they immediately start talk it can be harsh it can be tough it can be with the smile but those all options are nothing but to change the player's mood and trigger him we either call it firing up calm it down or ask him to do better which he supposed to and sometimes if there is a third factor which is outside which is they are not able to control on their own they usually provide the support what they exactly can do to tackle with it or change that with it so yes mentoring it's a huge in this process and it definitely helps the player to improve and it does impact the coaching so better the coach in mentoring they can control the proper moods for everybody coach age maturity and experience do these factors control or affect the mood and the emotion of an athlete yes the reason for that more you know how the mood works how oh, bear with the this noise here little bit the more you control your mood means your mind which is directly controlled by your emotions and the mood and that is where experience expertise and knowledge comes where some of the players are able to control those things that at the younger age players cannot because they are not sure or they are not aware of it so yes it helps based on the maturity what about um, can mood and emotion be equated with leadership skill in other words can you equate mood and emotions with leadership skill in a player now that is another important part which is discussed that the coaches good coaches heavily rely on mentoring their players right means they are providing a proper mindset technique we call it to contact and talk to the players in a certain way which can help to get improved or doing better in the game or any situation right and because of that it's always we need to find a way to control your change your mood which is the most important thing and in that sense you are also controlling your emotions positive or negative and that is definitely can impact now when we say that is the coach's side but on the field coach is not available so the good leader is definitely controls those parts and the better the leader the good leader usually manage to make sure the player is not getting a stressful situation or discomfort or filling with the peers and worry sort of thing so what good captain does is means good leader they back them up they help the players to make sure that do it right and they provide the support needed usually if you look at the good captains when the young players comes into the team 
they usually like to give them the comfort and confidence first in whatever they do and that's a good leadership after that they love to provide all possible support and there is the point where the mentoring comes to help them to make sure they do what they normally like to do or love to do with some sort of freedom you don't want to put them with a lot of instruction you don't want to put them with a lot of demand like what to do how to do but in fact give them the full flexibility and work around with it and those are the successful leaders can do doesn't mean every captain can do those jobs all right thank you coach let's take a pause here just to say hi and welcome to uh panelist oddly watson oddly good afternoon to you well for you mr heat is good afternoon for the rest mm-hmm. of my panelists it's good evening to you all and a sort of cool day in my where i'm right now and um it's rainy uh, for the mm. past uh, well yes yesterday as well um but but it's it's not too bad it's not too heavy but you know it's you know it, it it's a cool time in the 60s the 60s today maybe um most of the day so just good so for all our pan for all the people around the world good morning good afternoon and good evening to you all and of course hope you have you stick with us and have a wonderful wonderful experience this evening back to you gentlemen thank you um oddly I know we're we're discussing with coach mood and emotions and I'm not sure if you have any questions in that area you wanted to put to the coach. No, not right now. No. Okay. All right. Coach, are mood and emotion important factors in the individual player's success or personal rewards? always because that is the most important and first thing you want to have it and because of that i can tell you why if you have seen the soccer game which is a football <laughs> outside us mm-hmm. they normally coaches usually come at certain point we call it under the crisis or under the situation when the player is in discomfort or uh, not doing right they usually give a quick instruction to this player and all of a sudden the things changes so what happening here if you consider that particular moment before the coach is trying to grab the attention of that player player is in different mood thought process is going something whatever the player had it all of a sudden with this coach's attention and we call it intervention with the instruction the player has to change what they used to do so in the current situation we call it that instruction or taking that interaction with the player means you are trying to change his mood and so does his emotions and because of that player normally follow or react or act based on the information in our upcoming moments Leon do you have a another no, question not, no 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 okay. i can't Fine. think of one right offhand but uh, some back later with one coach does the temperament of an athlete have an influence on his or her mood 
Yes, temperament is another scale or measurement we call it if you can maintain. Everyone has it. It may be at the lower level or higher level. Now, how much they control is the key. But at the same time, the situation with the mindset, when we say moods and emotion, it should definitely rely on temper. Normally, mm-hmm. we call it sore temper. It's hard to uh, deal with it because you will not be able to mentor those players because they are not ready to make those changes. And they usually call it the lock mindset. It means whatever they're doing it, they usually stick with it. They are not ready to accept any changes. They are not ready to make any adjustment possible or needed. And because of that, it becomes really tough. So temper is the key. The good players who can have a good mindset or they know how to deal with it, they are less at lower level of temper, we call it. The high temper is always the people who are not able to control the mindset. What, what is the connection? Mm-hmm. Yes, go ahead, Leah. Okay, okay. If you're in the midst of one, I was gonna ask, um, Coach, if um, you know, in years gone, gone, you know, players used to go to various parts of the world and they are being heckled by players just to upset them, to <laughs> let them do something rash especially if they are preventing them from getting a wicket. You know, so, you know, do a coach, a coach normally is not out there with with him, but would he, is it proper for him to carry out a, a send out a towel and say to him, just take it easy and send instructions to the player to tell him how to perform and how to ignore the... The obstruction? Well, this like possible at level, but not at the higher level or upper level, right? And these are the things in the trade. means the player has to learn this trade, how to deal with it, how to cope with it, how to overcome with it. And the simplest way to say, it depends on the coaching. These players usually learn, we call it accent, reaction and the recovery it mm. can happen the simplest ex- uh, the example is whatever is happening it's action and whatever happening in action your mood changes for example if mm-hmm. you took the wicket you are celebrating if mm-hmm. you are not you are automatically rejected dejected and feel uh, not well Right, so that mood changes. That's a reaction, and based on that action and reaction, you are getting in the emotion, and that emotion will force you to do something in the next moment. Either you are speaking out, either you are acting with your body language, or either you are doing something physically. But whatever it is, this. After the moment of reaction, whatever you do, the response, we call it, it defies or defines what exactly nature you stand for. So when you look mm-hmm. at that, I will say the recovery time should be longer. Any good player 
usually takes more time in recovery. It means before they respond or react or something, they usually like to take some uh, extra time. So they need to think about it, maybe extra time before they physically respond or apply themselves for the action. Thank you. Good. Thank you, Kuz. What What is the connection between mood and emotion? Good question. Can you repeat, Dennis? What is the connection between mood and emotion? Based on the mood, definitely turns into in a reaction. And that is what emotion. The emotion is actually depends on the mood, right? As I explained to you beginning, if you have something funny moment going on, so mood changes. And all of a sudden, the emotions means you are putting yourself in action, physically or mentally. We're rapidly running out of time here, but I have one more question for you, Coach. Mood and emotion. Are these mentally or physically driven? Again, there are senses, right? What you see, what you hear, what you read, what you feel. And because of that, uh, the physical emotions are already there. It's not about listening or viewing. I can give you one simple example. You're walking on the street, let's say, and all of a sudden, Somebody just came out. You didn't see him or her. There is absolutely no verbal communication. But in a rude manner, if somebody bumps you, what happens? So this is like an example when something happened physically, your mood and emotion can change. In terms of the cricket, if you are a baller, let's say, and if you are coming in the way of the batsman while they are running, and if there is intentional physical contact, for whatever reason I will say, again, remember my word, intentional, you could have avoided that bump with opposite play, but when you do intentionally, it means you had that treatment that you want to do certain treatment, right? And in that case, it definitely triggers the mood and emotion. Both will be changed on both sides, in both players. Okay, Coach, thank you so much. I think we've come to the end of the Coach's Corner. I would like to thank you, Coach, for your insights, your knowledge, and experience. We invite you to join us again next week at the same time, right here on The Cricket Show. There is no doubt that Coach Patel have answers to the questions you have been asking. The question that says, how did he do that? Or why did he do that? Maybe you will say, I am going to do that next time. Once again, thank you so much, Coach, and we look forward to uh, having you back with us next week at the same time. And continue on Thank you, and I'll try to get you. back around 7.40. Okay. okay. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Delion. Thank you, Coach. Yes, indeed. And 
now we have the pleasure of introducing Audley, Mr. Watson. Come on in, Audley, and would you give us your insiders, and then we go right into the music part of it. Would you like to hear that music? So why don't you mm-hmm. introduce <laughs> inside it? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so let me, something just slip over for me here. Um, we do have yes, but yes, we have, we have heard up with us as well. Let's say hello to Virgil before. Hi, Audrey. Mr. Virgil, good evening. Good evening to you, sir. Yes, good evening to you. Good evening to all the panelists, and good evening to all the listeners all over the world. All right. Okay, so um, the inside edge for today, we have well, most of us, if not all, know we have known of the. Exploit of Virat Kohli, the many records that he have set along the way. Uh, some has been broken. Some by Hasim Amla, like first to five thousand, first to three thousand, first to ten thousand, things like that in ODI mm-hmm. or different formats. But um, we know also that he's only second behind Sachin Tendulkar when it comes to centuries across all formats. Tendulkar sitting at a hundred. And he's not going to move from there. And he's presently at 77 with Ricky Ponting and 73. No, he's not going to catch up on him either, 73. But did you know that Ricky Pont, that, that Virat Kohli, in his very first ball that he bowled in ODI, he got a wicket? Mm-hmm. Yes, his very first ball. He's the third Indian to, to um, you know, get a wicket with his first, with his first ball in, in ODI. So here it comes. Virat Kohli in, come, and he bowls to Kevin Peterson. And he's out, stumped by Dhoni. He's gone. Ooh. Yes, sir, mm. that's how it went. Virat Kohli's mm-hmm. first ball to Kevin Peterson. And um, that was back in, it was at Old Trafford in England, Manchester. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it was the 31st of August, 2011. And there we go, something else that you might have known about you might not have known about Vera Coley. The very first ball he bowled in ODI he got the wicket of Kevin Peterson stumped by MS Downey. Here we go, the and inside edge. And he was coached by Virgil. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Why don't you after the first ball and make my record be one of the highest records. <laughs> hmm. Okay, so a little bit of music there. Oh yeah, I can hear it. The music before this Yeah. 
Take it away. Okay. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, here we come. It's time for the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. It's the time of the evening when we look at in the cricket and fraternity and we say happy birthday, happy anniversary, or look, um, it's time when you also can participate. 515-605-9850. 515-605-9850. Welcome to the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. And as we go along, on a personal footnote, on individuals will go. Okay. So today is uh, the 24th of September. Yes, September is racing out of here. Um, a couple of birthdays of some people you might know. Some we heard of them. We have heard of them. Okay, so outside of cricket, today, Lou Dobbs. Remember news anchor Lou, Lou Dobbs. He is 78 years old today. John Marshall. Yeah, heard of him, but uh, we didn't, we, I didn't know this one. <laughs> um, he's the fourth chief justice of the United States. Um, he was way back in 1777. Now you know I would know this one. <laughs> the Ayatollah Khomeini, the former Iranian spiritual leader. Um, he was born 1902. He died in 19, 1989. He ruled for some 10 years. Uh, we remember when the Shah was ruling and uh, we heard the Ayatollah was coming and the Shah fled to, I think, those England are one of, one of those places. Konstantin Chernyenko from the Soviet Union. Uh, he succeeded Andrew and uh, what Andropov. It wasn't Andrew, but Yuri Andropov. When um, after Leonid Brezhnev died, he succeeded. Mm-hmm. And then he didn't last much longer until here comes a young Mr. Mikhail Gorbachev. Okay, Jim Henson, who is a puppeteer, screenwriter, artist, filmmaker. And mm-hmm. if we talk about the show that he has created, everyone will know. The Muppet Show and Sesame Street. Sesame Street, yes. He was born back in 1939, left us 1990. And um, we have John Young, the ninth Man to Step on the Moon, he's an American, 1930, and he left us 2018. And that's a couple of those we have for you outside of cricket. Okay, so here we go. And those all celebrate their birthday today. This last one, sorry, Kevin Sabo, um, from the series Hercules, Hercules, yeah, on the television series Hercules. He turns mm-hmm. 55 years old today. Okay, cricket, Janet Southgate from England. These are English, English um, cricketers. Janet Southgate Allen and Alan Steele and Pat Pocock, all from England. Neil Allen Rock from Ireland. Mohinder Amarnath from India. And we have Abdul Bedu, also from Inga. And we have Arjun Tendulkar, who is the son of Sachin Tendulkar. We have mm-hmm. Pervez Mir and Bilal Isap, all from Pakistan, along with Alia Riaz. Sami Gulin, who was born 
played cricket for the West Indies, born in Trinidad and Tobago, and then he left, and he went to um, New Zealand. And when New Zealand won their first cricket match, he was the wicketkeeper for New Zealand, and he stumped Lance Gibbs, giving India their, I mean, New Zealand their first test win after 45 matches. Okay, so Christopher Junker from South Africa, and we have Scott James Cameron from Scotland, Todd Duncan Astell from New Zealand, and we have Asanka Marriage from Italy. Uh, for the 25th, we have Ishan, Ishan Ali from Trinidad. You know, he left us, um, he was born Fort Nine, left us 1995. Uh, Grayson Chillingford out of Dominica, he's also passed great beyond. Mm-hmm. And Sakaya Thomas, I don't know what happened to that guy out of Jamaica. He was such, such a prominent name, Sakaya Thomas, and he disappeared. Uh, he will be celebrating on the 20th, of course. Claire Taylor and Adam Light from England. We have John Rutherford from Australia. Hansi Connier, former captain of South Africa. And Dave Rodley. Basing Shingberi and Puna Vestaka from India. Andy Weller from Zimbabwe. Peter Pentrick from New Zealand. And for the 26th, Serena Williams, yes, Serena Williams will be celebrating her birthday. And believe it or not, Serena will be 42 years young. Yeah, been around for a long time, playing tennis, a very high standard for a very, very long time. Serena Williams, happy birthday when it comes. Bob Barber, Jean Clark, Johnny Bierstow, Alex Hartley, She's a, that's a female, all from England. Vanessa mm-hmm. Boyne from Sri Lanka, June Olga Thomas, Olga Thomas from Guyana, Renford Pinnock out of Jamaica, Franklin Dennis, Jamaica and Canada, Patterson Thompson from Barbados, Lloyd Barker umpire out of, out of also from Barbados, Sean Williams from Zimbabwe, VJ <coughs> Mandraka out of India, Charles Lewin from South Africa, Ian Campbell from Australia and Mark Haslam from New Zealand. And also Donna Young, the niece of Stafford Young, will be celebrating mm-hmm. on the 26th. So happy birthday to you, Donna, when it comes. I'll definitely give her a call. Uh, for the 27th, we have, um, we have Robbie Shakespeare from the Rhythm Twins out of Jamaica, Sly and Robbie. And um, he left us um, back in 2021. Fly and Robbie, the Rhythm Twins. Yes. Um, back to cricket. Brandon McCallum, the man called Buzz, implemented Buzz Cricket in England, creating wonders. Brandon McCallum, yes. Um, and Gavin Lawson, also from New, New Zealand. We have mm-hmm. Bill Artley from England. Duncan Fletcher from Zimbabwe. And we go over to number 28, day 28. Calvin mm-hmm. Knight, sports reporter from, from ABS. Um, that is out of Antigua Barbuda. Uh, Calvin, no, Carlina Knight. 
Carlina Knight. Carlina Knight. Okay. She, yeah, she's she's no longer there, but you know she 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 was there for for a long time. So hey, Carlina, wherever you are, happy birthday when you come on the twenty eighth. Cricket Augustine Logie from Otto Trinidad Tobago, Colin Stewart from Guyana, Pamela Alfred from St. Lucia. Uh, we have from Kenneth Leng, Kathleen Leng from England, and Matthew Elliott, also from England, Stuart Clark from Australia, Magic Khan, and Ephraim Betty, Battery from Pakistan, Malcolm Wheeler from Zimbabwe, Christina Voljan from Namibia, and uh, Richard Gosh out of India. For the 29th, we have Kevin Durant, superstar basketball player, and uh, David Steele, Chris Broad, Mark Nicholas, Michael, Michael Cadbury, and Ricky Clark, all cricketers from England, Lindsay Klein from Australia, Ramnath Kenny from India, and we have Mamnal Hig from Bangladesh, and Lance Gibbs. Yep, Lance Gibbs will be celebrating his birthday on the 29th. And finally, this Saturday, we have Daryl here and Ernie. Ernie Jones from Australia. Daryl here is umpire for Paul Sheehan, also from Australia. And we have Alan Ray out of Jamaica. And Martin Gumtil, New Zealand. Ian Ward and Joe Leash from England. James Middleton from South Africa. Shandakan Pandit from mm-hmm. India. And... That is what I have here for you for this evening, Leanne. Come back a little more. Thank you so much for that, Audley. How about you, Dennis? Come on in early. Mm-hmm. I know you have some hot, hot birthdays, right? Don't you? <laughs> no, not yeah. this week, Leanne. No birthdays <laughs> for me this week. <laughs> Joe, Perhaps you normally have tons of birthdays. Okay. Why don't you go on, Virgil? Okay, I would like to say uh, a happy belated birthday to my kid's mom, Imelda Cochran, uh, who celebrated her birthday on the 23rd. And yeah. also for a good friend of mine, um, since i known, since I came down here to Florida since 1988, Lou mm-hmm. Fair, um, he's, he's the one that I told you, like two weeks ago, he lost his son, Some, um, his son was killed. He celebrated mm-hmm. his birthday also on the 23rd. And I just want to wish him a speedy recovery because I talked to him yesterday and he was, no, he was in the hospital. Um, he caught some kind of infection, but then he also come down with COVID also, but he had his, all his shots, so he's doing good so far. So I just want to wish him all the best on his birthday and just wish mm-hmm. him a speedy recover, recovery and wish him all the best. Thank you. Thank you. How about you, Donna? Perhaps you can tell us who has won the toss and who. Hmm. Donna, are you with us? Yes, yes I'm mm-hmm. right here. Good night, good night. Can you... Good night, good, good evening, Donna. Good evening. Tell us who won the toss and give us your birthday. And, uh, and a lot of significant. 
And the ticket are from my uh, 29 for two. Oh. oh. Yes. Yes. Any birthday? 3.3 overs. 29 for two. Okay. Any birthday? I have just one birthday between on the 30th. Mm-hmm. My sister from another mother, she is celebrating mm-hmm. on the 30th of September. Her name is Laverne Lieberg. She's over mm-hmm. there in Navy. So that's my one for today. That's so wonderful. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anybody else before I ask Audley? Because I just I just wanted to before you come in, Audley. I just wanted to just appeal to our panelists and listeners. You know the cricket show is brought to you. Compliments of the panelists and the many friends and well wishes around the world and we do it out of the kindness of our heart. This show comes to you every week and we do appeal to all our listeners and friends and panelists who are able to to help us keep our finances being paid. We are due to pay our license to the state of Florida and we have other expenses that we have to pay as well. So we just ask that you send a small contribution. No amount is too small, and nor do we refuse any amount that is larger than than, than the normal, but we'll be grateful for all that the help we have gotten, and we just ask that you help us along the way to keep the show on the air for another 13 or so more years. Send your contribution to P.O. Box 1139 Crawfordville, Florida 32326. The Cricket Show, INC, P.O. Box, 1139, Crawfordville, Crawfordville, Florida, 32326. And we will greatly appreciate your kindness. You know, many of the panelists here are are the ones who take care of the the show each and every month. It's due to block talk a certain amount, plus our license with the state of Florida comes due once a year and any other incidental expenses that we, we that occur. So for repairs and the works, we do that out of the kindness of our heart, out of our pockets, and we ask your contribution, right, whatever you can afford. We are grateful for all who have sent their contribution in the past, and we trust that they'll continue to help us keep the show on the air. Anyone else who would like to say anything? And then we ask Audley to say his piece in terms of... Um... I sent any birthday? Um, oh, yes, I think, yes. I've got one for my brother, my late brother's uh, grandson, Malachi Edwards. He was 13 on the 23rd. That's so Keith. that's the only one. That's yeah, Keith's grandson. Grandson, okay. He's yeah, daughter's mm-hmm. son, Malachi. Malachi. Mm-hmm. All right. Hi. How about you, Audley? Take it away. You have yours, and then you can go right. Okay. Um, okay. So today is the birthday of my very good friend Pablo. Pablo, Paul Grave. We call him Pablo. He is my Connecticut mechanic. So anything, uh, yeah, I need to go to him. Shortly before I returned to Florida, I put in a 
front brakes and change oil and stuff like that. So, Pablo, hey, happy birthday to you. I called him earlier today. And, um, yeah, happy birthday to you. And we have, I did mention Donna Young already. Um, yes. Stafford's niece. Um, she'll be celebrating on the 26th. And a very good friend, very good buddy, Jeffrey Newber. He will be celebrating on the 27th. Yeah, on the 27th, he'll be celebrating his birthday. So happy birthday. And tomorrow, um, it's Yom Kippur for the Jews. Yom Kippur is the holiest day on the Jewish calendar. So, um, yeah, tomorrow will be, the, will be Yom Kippur. Um, for those who are interested, there are different Jewish um, temples that celebrate. And if you want to join, it's all right. Okay. So that's what we have here then for where Bert is concerned. So it's, I guess I'll be out of here by saying this has been the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. We thank you okay. for joining us each week. Can I say okay, go ahead. Oh, oh, go ahead. No problem. No problem. No problem. I just feel like playing this one because we here at the Cricket Show have been loving all of all our listeners around the world. We have some in England, some in Australia, some in North America. We have listeners all around the world and they look forward to us. So we're just saying that we love you. Here it is some dedicated to our special listeners around the world. Loving you too I'm 
Taking away Audley. Uh, that, that one didn't sound like Otis Redding. Whose version is that? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's supposed to be Otis Redding's version, but I don't know. Yeah, it, 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 didn't, sound, it didn't sound like him, but <laughs> I know the song. Oh, okay, no problem. No problem. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Join us next week, God willing, about 7 o'clock, the about. Once again, we'll do it all over the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Back to you, Leon. Or Thank Dennis. you so much. Yes. And we're going to have Dennis to come right in. And Dennis has a special guest for us this evening. Dennis, why don't you do your, the honors? Yes. Well, to our listeners, we've come to the part of our program today where we focus on the laws of cricket. And today's presentation by Mertrice Nisbet will be on the laws of cricket, law number one. Come on in, Mertrice. Hi, good evening. Give us the sound of the, the sound of, give us the sound of the drum. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can you hear me clearly? Yes. Yes. Turn the music down a little. Thank you. Merchant. Panel. Fans, friends, blog, talk, cricket show. Good evening. Good I'm Matrice Nesbitt. And my task this evening is to focus on the laws of cricket. Law one, the play. In the here goes. In the sport of cricket, all the rules of conduct were established through customs that govern or instruct players at that manner and requirements to participate. This sport of cricket was organized in the 1700s, according to the Mary Laybourne Cricket Club, the MCC. At that time, the rules of the sport were controlled and governed mainly by customs. And since then, those early rules and customs have been revised, rewritten, and amended. The changes became necessary based on experiences and practicalities of players down through the years. Rule changes and updates are made to the laws in consultation with the International Cricket Council, the ICC, which is the governing body of the sport. Now, one of the rules specifically states the number of players on each side. Customarily, a match is played between two teams of 11 players on each side. However, for practical purposes, Less than 11 or more than 11 may participate, but only 11 players are allowed to be on the field. With the agreement and arrangement of both teams, more players may be allowed to participate as batters, with only 11 players on the field play always. In our daily work life, there is always a team leader, a person who knows the rules and nonsense 
of the work requirement. A key person whose job is to direct the team to manufacture the product. Cricket has a team leader. He or she is the captain. The captain has the responsibility to select the team and take charge of the actions on and off the field of play while the match is in progress. If the captain is delayed, a team player acts as substitute and take charge. The team leader, captain, must provide a written list of the players on his or her team and if there is an injury to a designated player, the two team captains must agree on an alternate player who has not previously been nominated. The captains have a duty to lead the team and take point out for the start of the innings. He or she has the responsibility to liaise with the umpires and ensure fair plays according to the laws, customs, spirit, and friendship long established in the sport. The team leader, captain, must gather the team and start playing at the designated time. And that's the end of the laws. Thank you. Thank you. The player. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Patrick. Good job. Good job. Thank you. Well done. Well done.
hyacinth had presented the spirit, the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it is important for me to bring to your attention a very recent incident which demonstrates clearly the spirit of the game is still with us and the spirit of the game is just as important. There was a recent incident where English County cricket team Sussex were docked 12 points in their county championship. They were had 12 points deducted from their points total. Their captain, Pujara, received an automatic suspension after the club reached the threshold of four fixed penalties in the same season. Mm. Sussex have also made the decision to stand down three players. That is, they dropped three, suspended three players, Jack Carson, Tom Haynes, and Ari Carvelas, for behavior that, in the words of head coach Paul Sparbrist, tarnished the dramatic reputation of the club. Carson, the 22-year-old England of Spinner, was spoken to by the umpires during the Leicestershire match after appearing to try to trip Ben Cox of the opposition batter hmm. while he was completing a run at the non-striker's end. Carson apologized uh, via the Sussex website for crossing the line. An opener aims after a heated final on which the home side was spoken to about excessive appealing. So here we have it. The spirit of the game is still alive, still well, and there are some who are still prepared to acknowledge and take action when it is deemed necessary. On-field behavior can result in penalty points being levied against the players and, of course, the clubs. And here we have a spirit of the game incident in where such actions have been brought to our attention. And this is a report coming to us courtesy of the ESPN Quick uh, Info staff. So once again, as we focus on the spirits of the of focus on the laws of cricket, the spirit of the laws of cricket is obviously still a very important aspect of the game. Thank you, and back to you there, Leon. Yes, thank you so much for that, Dennis. And I know a lot of work has been put into preparing these items, and I thank Mertz, attack Donna, and thank Hyacinth. It's not easy to present something on the radio like that. And um, in keeping with our motto of informing, educating, and um, teaching our listeners how to play the game, we will continue this until we finish all 42 laws. And sure, any one of you who will have anything. Yes. I think we probably have to give you all 42. Almost, almost a year. It's going to be almost a year. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is one of our objectives. Another 42 weeks. Okay. Um, breaking news. Breaking news. 42 for four. Hold on. I'm just out. 
Oh, he's 42 again. A while ago, he was he was run three for three balls, but hey, he's gone. Dana, we have to eat our words. Dana, we have to eat our words. Hello. We do we have to eat our words? Because I agree with you when you said that <laughs> that um. The, we that made that up Diana. I so that's that's a good friend because if he goes to a duck, you know, sometimes he has been uh, the 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 rock behind the team. But I I hope I hope Casey Carty makes some runs because he has been making some runs. The last time he bought the team made eighty three. He's holding on. He's holding on. He's holding on. Okay. All right. So why don't we continue? We. While we are on that, why don't we just continue on more of the CPL, folks? As something has been coming up in recent times, and a lot of people have been talking about the CPL, whether or not they... Are we in agreement or disagreement that the CPL should increase the number of teams? Not even inch... Talk to me then, Virgil. Would you like to have more teams in the CPL? Uh, if they should have more teams in the CPL? Yes. You I think have it a, no, I think, I think it a, maybe they drag it out a little bit longer, man. What do you want? Not, not maybe. If, if, there's an, if there's an additional yeah. team, it would definitely be a longer series. But um, yeah, um, the, the IPL extended theirs, and, and there, there are others who might be extending theirs. So um, if... You know, as long as it's it comes to be competitive, yeah. huh? as long as it comes yeah, to be competitive, maybe another two two teams. I, I I would mind seeing another two teams, but um, of course we don't have the we don't have the money to um get those teams because the, the teams are owned by by India people from India. So I don't know if two other franchises want to step up and have a, two other franchises in, in in the Caribbean. Maybe one team can one one owner can have more than one team. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know because no, you I don't think you want that. I don't think you they're gonna allow that. that. Yeah, no. Why not? Well, what 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 they, what they can do, Virgil, is like mm-hmm. the, you know you have a, a family thing. Listen maybe. to me. Listen the, the to me. You know why they won't do it? You wonder why they won't do it? Because five wickets gone. Five wickets. <laughs> five wickets down. Oh. I mean, I just don't. I mean, why you can't hit? The, everybody want to go over the top. Yeah, Moti just took the catch. Well, if you hit the ball you know, on the ground, are... you're getting singles or maybe twos or maybe a four. Uh-huh. Okay, you can't go, go wrong. They can't hold you, but they go. No, it's not, yeah. it's not, it's not Moti that took the catch. It's, um, he was bowling. Yes, my took the catch. It's, um, it's my took the catch. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, Dennis, you're saying something. Yeah, the, the, the question... The question you raised was whether or not they should increase the number of teams in the CPL. 
And mm-hmm. I agree with Audley. Yes, I think another two teams would make a big difference mm-hmm. in terms of um, affording opportunities for cricketers, homegrown cricketers, to develop their game. Right now, we have a nice mix, uh, but there are still several local players who we feel, who I feel, should get the opportunity to show what they have. And therefore, I would strongly urge and hope and wish that we can get a cup, at least two more teams, not necessarily in the same year, but maybe mm-hmm. one next year and one the following year, because I think that would be very beneficial for cricket West Indies and West the, Indies the, fans and cricket as a whole. The, the thing, though, Dennis, that it would be harder mm-hmm. if you have seven teams. You, know, you either have four, six, eight, you know, you know. Well, much easier to um, calculate and stuff like that. Well, yes, I agree. One thought that just came to me. How about in Guyana, where the oil companies are doing so well? There, if they were to, to finance a company, finance a team. They know how to be they're the, one that finance, they're the one that finance Guyanese, uh, the Guyana team. You don't see the shirt? Look at the shirt. The shirt said mobile something. Um, um, they made is that the, um, I think, I think the oil. Yeah, the oil shirt. company. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I don't think you're going to have, to, I don't think you're going to have two teams from, from the same, same yeah. island. No. no, no, no. Well, you know, it really doesn't matter whether they are from the same island because it's I know, a, I know they are franchises. It, I understand that. Yeah, not like right. they are the country's team. But um, yeah, but uh, I, I think they would like to spread their own. Yeah. They would have it from a different, different, different the franchise owner has to base the team in whichever location they find, you know, appealing. But the encouragement yeah. should be to uh, to to push the franchise owners to expand the home base in order to get more Caribbean islands involved. In this in, in in this venture, because mm-hmm. it is certainly um, uh, would be a plus for Cricket West Indies, and I I hope that uh, maybe Cricket West Indies will take the initiative and push to invite other franchises owners to come in and you know participate in 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 this in this series in this situation. Yeah, right now, yeah, so what is being made by those franchise owners? You know, but. We, we we would love to see another another number of teams coming, but we, we want to welcome back Jatin. He's still on the road, but he just hears about franchise and he's going to buy one. Am I correct? <laughs> Am I correct in saying that, Jatin? You're going to buy which, a franchise. Which franchise somebody's trying to buy? <laughs> and 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 Jatin. Jason, yeah. I just want to congratulate you as well because um, India has surpassed China now as the world's most populous country. What? Yep, India has surpassed um, China. So India is now the world's most populous country. Yeah, the, the, the past, I think in March of this year, March or April, mm-hmm. something like that, they bypassed. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and they they also have they also have the largest army in, in the world, over seven seven million. Are you serious? Are so, they counting that ones also? 
where we know there is no stadium currently at the moment. Let me be a breaking news. Sorry. Pitch with the ball. Continue. Can you address the question I raised? Dennis, let me just say this. Um, yes. The reception for the coach is very, very bad. It's rocking, so if you guys... Okay. Go ahead. We, okay. we want to welcome Simon. Simon, good evening to you. How are um, you? And a very good evening to you, Mr. President. And I also want to you all of you. You answer this call, yeah? And Dennis, and Donna, and Matrice, Virgil, Mr. Patel, Jepna, Ivo, Mr. McKenzie, all our faithful listeners all over the world. Hope everyone had a wonderful week last week, and we're looking forward to a much better week this week. Hope everyone is well. Okay. Why don't you give, your, give us your question, and, and we'll go back to, to Jason when... The um is um in, yeah. in, in the yeah. yeah, are you ready for me? Yes, go right ahead. Okay, question of the night is then please tell me the number of test runs scored by a cricketer called Michael Colin Cowdery. That's the first part of the question. And the second part of my question is He's Which England. country did he play for? I'm <laughs> going to repeat it. Um, the total number of test runs scored by a cricketer called Michael Colin Caldry, and which country did he play for? Am I quite clear? Yes, you are very clear. I said 7,517, and he's okay. from England. Okay, that's not a bad guess. England. But that's not the right answer. <laughs> that's right. I guess so. Who is next? Let's see. Then, uh, okay, coach is back. Coach, you're back. Coach, you're back. Okay. He's a little, he's probably mute from his end. Go ahead. Dennis, no, we can go answer for this. I don't have answer for this because I don't think I have ever read this Michael Colin Cowdery. All I know is uh, Colin Cowdery. Yeah, that's, okay. the same that's the same. That's the same person. That's the same person. Okay, yeah, same person. And um, tell me which country you played for. England, of course. Okay, that part is right. Simon, you, you, Mike, you gave us this question some years ago, but um, I, I, still, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, because the, yeah, I, I think it's just under six, just under six thousand runs. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you very much. That's not the right answer, but Annie, thank you. Annie's from, Annie, Annie's from England. England, okay. You got that part right. And I'll give you another fact. He was the first cricketer to play 100 test matches. <laughs> but you didn't ask that one. <laughs> okay. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you. You do, you do know your cricket. I must tell you that much. You know your cricket. Simon? We, uh, all, do. we Mike, all know some part of cricket. 
7,500 runs. Oh. oh, yes, you're in the ballpark, but not quite right. Uh, okay. English. Yeah, he was from England, yes. He played for England. Well, I don't know if he was from England, but he played for England. Yes, English. 7,500, my, my, my take. Okay. okay. Thank you so much. Uh, what about our good friend um, um, Virgil? I haven't heard him. We're yeah, he, muted right now, Leon. Yeah, okay. Let me go back in Virgil to see what you're looking on in yeah. the weather. Virgil, yeah, I'm so uh, sorry to hear that. Hope you feel yeah. better, Virgil. I'm, I'm going with um, Dennis. I'm going to say 7,800 England. I have no clue, but um, I'm just going above Dennis. Okay, thank <laughs> you so much. I hope you get well very, very soon. Jason, you're back. Can you tell us, Jadine, because you know clear. Yeah, what about the, the ladies? The ladies don't want to have a crack at it? Okay, that's... I'll go in between both um, Virgil and Dennis and say 7,600. Okay. I named my son Cece after him. <laughs> okay, and which country he played for? England. Okay, thank you. Is he Kenty's player for? Is he Kenty's player for? Or is he, it's, um... Kent, he was from Kent. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't want to make it so complicated. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to make it so complicated. Okay, anybody else um, want to have a crack at it? Oh, or Donna. Donna, you want to see? I Donna, yes. Donna knows how cricket. Tell me, Donna, Michael Colin Cowdery played for. Which country he played for? And how many test runs he made in his career? I'm going to just make a wild guess and say 7,700. Okay, that's good. That's not a bad guess. And which country you played for? England. I thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, anybody else, Mr. President? Let's try Mr. Jaden to see if he's able to because it was a little noisy. Jaden, come on in. Jaden, you're back on. Okay, he's probably not... Yes, I'm back. And uh, going back to Dennis' question on that uh, thing, I can update. Uh, the Florida is a good-to-go stadium. They might make some changes to increase the capacity of crowd there. Mm-hmm. After that, uh, the last, which is just uh, opened that uh, stadium. With, uh, why why don't you finish it, Simon? Why don't you finish it, Simon? Well, and then yeah, come back okay. yeah, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Did you make a guess? Uh, no. No. Okay. Go. Okay. Go. Go ahead. Tell us. You ready? Ready for your answer? Yeah. Okay. My cricket book here says came from ICC of London. My son sent it to me, and Michael Colin Cowdery, six thousand, played for England, and he made seven thousand six hundred and twenty-four runs in his whole career. 7,624. So you were all in the ballpark. You see, you know so much about this great game that you don't even know how much you know. You were all in the ballpark. Thank you so much. I was way down the, down the bottom of the field. We are here to learn from each other. We are here to learn from each other. 
That's what we are here to do, learn from each other. Come on the show every night, and I'll go away learning something more about cricket every night. Thing that I never knew before about this great game of cricket. All right, let's go to the media because he's on the road and he had a question that was about us. Yes, so going back that the Bower County South Florida Stadium will be taking place some modification to increase the capacity, but that ground is ready to go. So that's one location ICC has uh, announced. The second location is the Dallas, which is very recently this year when they launched that MLC. I believe about 7,000 capacity, but looks like that is also on the good to go. And I will not be surprised to see if they can raise the number of uh, uh, fans capacity in the crowd. Uh, the third one is definitely to the surprise for the most of the people in the U.S., but uh, it was in talks for a long time. It has a lot of uh, hurdles and challenges to go through. But the finally, New York has been declared as a third venue for the World Cup. And uh, absolutely, if someone is looking at information, at this point, the ground does not have anything. That means in a short time, this will be a pop-up stadium. Remember the word I'm saying, pop-up. Just like something going to happen on this particular park, which will turn into the possible 34,000 capacity World Cup venue. Again, pop-up means not a permanent, and only people can make this thing permanent is the local county and local government officials. But at this point, to move forward, they have at least options to put this stadium in place, at least for the World Cup and they can play over there. And they are looking at 34,000 capacity. It's good enough. I will say there are not many cricket stadiums even in West Indies which has that capacity. So it will be good for the New York because New York has a rich history, one of the world's oldest community which are involved in cricket. And because of that, the first game between U.S. and Canada was played in uh, and New York. Manhattan. So since then, Manhattan. cricket is there. Yes, and then there is a uh, this uh, ground is not a uh, real New York City. They announce as a New York, but it is towards the Long Island. Long Island. And uh, this is yes, Long Island. And if you look at the Long Island, I believe the Long Island uh, one of the cricket club does exist for more than 150 years. And it has a lot of lot of rich history. Yeah, I think it's uh, I forgot the name, but it's uh, Long Island has the one oldest club there, and it's been like still active, and they run like uh, cricket and tennis both together there. I know that part as a club, and at the top of that, they were talking for last uh, ten years about put together something in New York. There wasn't uh, sure about actual place or the location or type of stadium. But looks like we are right on time. It's around the corner. World Cup is coming up in uh, May 2024. And it looks like it's a good opportunity to have a New Yorker, the game in their own backyard. And uh, this will be 
uh, the information I have, they will start construction in February because of the winter. So we are expecting a complete pop-up stadium in three months. Will will there be matches actually played in all these venues in the USA and all the venues in the Caribbean? Uh, yes, except is uh, New York because this will be the popping stadium because there is absolutely no track history about pitch or ground because it will be building from scratch. But the, the, the last, they already played the MLC, plenty of games this summer. Uh, I believe the West Indies, all locations are going for the World Cup as a venue. They have a very good uh, record, track record, that number of games has played. So it's uh, not something surprise on uh, West Indies side. I believe the two grounds are like kind of a small one, but they might uplift in uh, considering this uh, World Cup. And uh, having now 10 venues for this World Cup, it's a huge thing because I think it has 16 teams competing, so there will be a plenty of games for each ground. Mm -hmm. Any questions? Anyone else have a question? Go ahead. Did you say something, Virgil? No, 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 no. Still, it's 58 for 6. After 11 overs, 5 balls. 58 for 6. 11 overs, 5 balls. Yeah, make that 62. Make that 62 to 6. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm a anyway, little behind. Uh, can, can I follow up again on that uh, Go ahead, 24 mm -hmm. um, series, Coach? Coach, we know that the venues have been agreed as far as the Cricket, um, cricket West Indies and ICC. But does that mean that the tour, because there have been talk in the past that there's a possibility that this World Cup series may well not take place in the Caribbean. Is, is there any, um, shall we say, what are they saying in the grapevine? Is, is there still a viable option that we will get this series in the Caribbean and America? Well, there is a, I, I see where this concern or critics coming because of there were media release a couple of months back. And mm -hmm. uh, when we hear that sort of things, we have to consider as a rumor or maybe something whispering, we call it. And uh, mm -hmm. sometimes uh, we feel like uh, maybe someone's expectation or anticipation. But uh, reality is... I will take everything as a granted because everyone has a right to say something about it. And I will not confirm or assume as a confirm to myself until I really see a World Cup mm -hmm. schedule announced where they say these are the venue and these teams will be playing here. Until then, everything is possible and ICC is in a full control to make any changes, right? And uh, still... We have a long way to go. We are still in September. I believe this winter will take place. And at this point, I think everyone is involved in the World Cup in India. That's a top priority at this point. So we are not expecting to have any sort of uh, disturbing or positive news until the December. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Liam, 
Yes, yes. Thank you so much, Coach. And we're going to siphon on, on to the um, CG United Super 50. The action starts October 17th and will go right down until this, is it the, November the 11th? November, November 11th. And uh, then you were saying that the last four, there is going to be they're changing, they're changing the format a little bit, different this year, in that they're going to have a, a sort of a Super Four, where the first place team will play the fourth place team, and the second place team will play the third place team in the two semifinals, you know, which will play at the Brian Lara Stadium. So that that is a little bit of a change there, but. It's essentially the same as last time in terms of CP50, as CP50 goes. Anything anyone wants to know about that that we can share with them? I don't know much that we can share at this point, but just to tell you that it's it's around the corner. (laughs) Anyone saw the match, the Australia versus India? India... Batted first and scored 399 for five, but the match was reduced to to um, 33, 33 over, 33 overs, and uh, Duckworth Lewis because of rain. Australia replied by 217 for all out in 28.2 overs. Looking at India bat, it they look they look. Really, really, yeah. I, I can't see anybody beating India. I don't know if you guys. Well, <laughs> it, it's it's early yet, but I I can't see. They got they got solution for every position. Their openers are so hmm, they are so good. Gil, I tell you, and they had a. I think it was Guy Quad who opened today, or is it uh, K- KL? Or yeah, Guy, Guy Quad, but it was out early. Early, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But anybody saw that make, want to make any comments on, on, on India? Um, well, uh, I, I, of course, I wasn't at home, but I, I, I was following some when I can. And, you know, when I look at the score at one stage, and I said, wow, how did they get there? Then it was after I was reading some of the reports, I realized that, that Sir, Sir Kumar Yadav hit green for four consecutive sixes. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and that uh, period there. And, and uh, for a moment, yeah. I thought they would have just, you know, go over to the 400. Unfortunately, well, there's nothing they unfortunate get, about it. They didn't make it. They mm-hmm. just didn't make it. They just lose out by one to go to 400. What and, um, to play for? <laughs> That's what the... They gave him 400. 399 is as much as 400. Yeah, yeah. But, so they had to go at 400. Yeah, right. The target mm-hmm. was 400. Target 400. Well, Liam, I think I heard you said that uh, India is probably unbeatable. And I'm going to remind you that, yes, India does have absolutely choice in terms of players of quality and class and Gil is certainly demonstrating that we have what the entire team today could possibly be um, 
uh, the India's World Cup team. However, as you said earlier about um, Guyana, and I pointed out that, yes, on any given day, you know, the other team can step to the plate. So, yes, India currently seems unbeatable. But, you know, on on the day, it's quite possible that another team can stop up, step up and mm-hmm. actually give them a, a run for their money. So, um, if we accept your idea, then I guess most people would say just hand the cup over rather than just play for it. But, <laughs> so, my take is... My take is that, yes, this just makes the game a lot more attractive because now we know that somebody has to step up to give India a run for their money. So if I, it's an Asian team, because India does, I mean, Australia... At home. At, yeah, at home. home yeah. They look unbeatable. I'm telling you, they look in... Fine. They may lose form, but I'm telling you, they have a solution for every position and every, in the batting and bowling. That's how I see it. But it might change. They may just run into a, a period where they go into a lull and, and have, a, have a bad day. Uh, uh, but, um, but they look yeah, really good, well prepared. Mm. When you're finished with that, I, I just oh, have yeah, something to move. When you're finished, everybody, you know, the comments are finished? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Everybody okay. has anything to say yeah. about that? Have you, have you ever wondered why why India gave Sri Lanka such a beating in, in, in the Asia Cup final? They want to send a message. Them. Want to send a message yeah. early? Yeah, they, they send a message. Yes, but um, <laughs> it's it reprisal, it's retaliation. Um, in two in uh, in October of 2000, mm-hmm. India was beaten by Sri Lanka, and Sri Lanka bowled in the out of 54. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the Asia Cup. In, yeah, in, okay. in 2000, they, they were bowled out. India themselves were bowled out for 54 runs. In 26 overs, it's a 26 and a half over, 26 overs and, and three balls, 26 and a half overs. So they set out revenge when they, and they obliterated the, the Sri Lankans in 50 overs. And the Sri Lanka also has a third um, lowest, so 78 when they were bo- when they were bowled out by Pakistan 2002, Oman 81. You know, um, you know um, that, that again was in 29 overs. So that was why, that, that, I think that was why um, India sent that message and uh, bowled the Sri Lankans out. Maybe they're not even remember about that, but that's just my take on it, right? They make sure they bowl them out for lower than, than what they made. And then one other thing, one other little tidbit that I was looking at um, here is that, is that Roy Sharma is only nine round, nine sixes away from overtaking Chris Gale. So Gale's about to lose another of his records because mm-hmm. um, overall, Chris Gale has hit some 553 sixes across all three formats. And he's not playing international cricket again. And Roy Sharma, presently, I mean, presently, he's 545, 77 in test, 286 in ODIs, and 82, 182 in T20s. Um, Gail has 98 in test, 
331 in ODIs and 124 in um, T, in, in T20s. But uh, Sharma has played quite a quite a few more games in, in some of those. Okay. So he's on the brink of being the all-time leader, the record holder, just nine sixes away. Hmm. Back to you guys. Yeah, indeed. Anyone? Well, you know, I don't know if we have discussed Jamaica not bidding for the World Cup spots. Oh, that that's just a shame. Well, I, I, I don't know if we have discussed it. And what are what are you guys thoughts? Are your thoughts? Uh, oddly, it's a shame. Well, I've I've heard it being discussed elsewhere, and mm-hmm. um, when when they they gave the reasons why they did not, you know, the cricket. Um, Jamaica Cricket Board, you know, they're dragging their, their, their legs. And, uh, you know, they weren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. And it, it was when, it, it was when um, like the, the horse was already gone through the gate that they, tried, they were trying to put in some effort. But the bottom line, uh, the, the money wasn't there. And, and to spend, um, they're going to spend, I mean, quite a few thousand I mean, well, millions, you know, couple millions, to 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 get that much at at Sabina Park, and um, for it to happen, the government would have to go deep in, and I, I don't think with, with so many sports looking towards the government and so forth, and I, I don't I don't think they they you know somebody have to fall short, and. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would breaking actually news, take, breaking news, eighty-one for seven. Breaking news, eighty-one for seven. Continue. Okay, so it would actually take some some more private private companies. It would actually take some more private companies to step forward, and um, you know that that Jamaica would would have been able to, you know, at least be a part of it. You know, the bidding. So. It's, it's and unfortunate, and, and as I discussed, cricket is like cricket is dying in Jamaica. Um, you have you have soccer is and you have poor Jamaica. The, the soccer is more prominent now because we are winning on the world scene. Um, the, the reggae boys are the number one in the Caribbean, English speaking Caribbean, and um, the, the girls, you know, went to the final 16. Although trying to go to the, the Olympics, to get to the Olympics, they were beaten two 0 by Canada. I think on Saturday, yesterday, beating men as the girls. Oddly, Jamaica are the champions for the 50 overs, and they also are the four-day competition as well, and they're on the 19th. Yes, yes, we we know all that, but the the support. No, we're speaking in terms of the support, of the the support where the crowd is concerned. Yes, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've heard it said, um, Leon, that uh, the board, the Jamaica board, had sent a request to the government, who obviously has the, <laughs> who would be the first master here. To but finance. it was the government group who failed to act in a timely manner, mm-hmm. causing. Uh, you know, Jamaica's bid not to get uh, pushed forward. So, yes, I take with great concern the comments made by Audley. And, yes, it's very serious that Jamaica, uh, yes. with Sabina Park history, 
is not being uh, part of this World Cup. It was a great opportunity, was missed by the ineptitude of a lot of people. And of course, yes, funds were the, the primary factor. But the government could have used their offices to inveigle, you know, the big businesses in Jamaica to step up and do a combined efforts, make a bid for this, because ultimately whatever profit that had, would have arisen, they would obviously reap the lion's share of it. So mm-hmm. there was a lot to be said about mismanagement, ineptitude, and downright uh, stupidity on the part of administrators and leadership in the government and the Cricket Jamaica because once the government had failed to respond in a timely manner, it was then up to Cricket Jamaica, Jamaica Cricket Association to push mm-hmm. and remind them that this thing was important and eminent. And I know I'd, heard, I'd seen the appeal from Cricket West Indies for bids. So clearly they were caught napping and caught not prepared to do what they should for the benefit of cricket and, of course, tourism and the economy in Jamaica. That's my take. Back to you, Leon. Let me just segue a little bit because I've heard talks, and I don't know if I'm reading the situation right, that Jamaica wants to pull away from West Indies cricket and go alone. Okay. Anybody heard that? No, I haven't heard that, but that would be sheer nonsense, sheer idiocy, idiocy, and absolute um, incompetence for them to even contemplate that because nowhere would cricket benefit from them pulling out. They'd just be a small, maybe a big fish in a small pond, but certainly given their performance, certainly in things like the CPL right now, where they're not even gaining um, fans coming through the gates, they have to make sure that they stick together. This is, would be nonsense and idiotic to contemplate yeah, that. I, I contemplate it so, and they want to go alone because, uh, and athletics, they're, they're doing well, right? And athletics? They, yeah, well, I don't know. I hope I'm, I'm <laughs> wrong. Right. Cricket, cricket, <laughs> and athletics is two different things. Well, when it comes to athletics, you have people who are dedicated, uh, you yeah. know, and yeah. committed uh, and to yeah. train and work hard. Because okay. when, when, whenever, whenever they win, they, they are winning. Yes, Jamaica name is on the map, but they are winning personal stuff. Uh, the Diamond League, they're gonna win what and win how much? I mean, hundred thousand, how much? Whatever. Each time they win on the gold, and, and, they, and they are getting at least ten thousand dollars, you know. So that those are that's driven by the by individual performance. When it com- when it comes to cricket, you have a set of guys who come together and and, and every some pulling one way, some pulling the other way, and and um, they, they came together last year and and did wonderful, wonderful. They did well in those formats where they they've been champions, but mm-hmm. then. It's it's a it's a big difference when, in spite you're doing well, you don't have the crowd coming through the gates. I remember I used to go to Sabana Park. Mickey New, when... eighty-four over eight, eighty-four oh, over eight. Oh, 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 okay. Again. 
Okay, go yeah. ahead. So, so, so um, I remember those, those days when I, I used to leave work and go to Sabina Park. And when you look at when you look at Sabina Park, those guys you have Maurice Foster and and uh, all the so, big fast bowlers. Every, everybody the, the, when Barbados come, it was like yes. a big rivalry. And now it's like they, they have to be scanning the 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 the, the, the stands. To find if they can find a hundred people going through the going through the door. So talking about going it alone is foolishness. <laughs> yes. Foolishness. No, I don't think that, but you know, yeah. they'll get more support if they if if they go alone. Eighty-four for eight. Thank you, Dana. I, I don't right. th- I don't think they'll get more support if they go if they go alone. You know, um, the, uh, cricket is not that popular, not that popular a crowd sport in Jamaica again, mm-hmm. right? And and that's the whole problem. The, mm-hmm. we, we have track and field when you have girls and boys championship, and when you, when it comes to all the final day, people mm-hmm. can't get space to go in the stadium. I mean, the star like like once it was boys, you have the boys championship and then the girls championship. They, 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 when it comes to boys championship, I Stadium full. The girls weren't getting the support, so that's why they merged them. They they, they, they stretched it out to I think an extra two days. So you have the boys and girls camps running concurrently, and um, so um, they they get the support. And stadium full because everybody have different different schools that they come to support. They have a following, so everybody come to show for their school. It's a different thing with, with, with the cricket. If you're gonna play. Um, um, Jamaica, Jamaica is gonna play against another country, Barbados, Trinidad, and whatever. It's like it's like it's nothing. Virgil, Virgil, bring it out, brings it out for, uh, when it comes to the, what's going on in Florida, right? When yeah. the Western is playing, it's like the 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 is being populated by 99% Indians or, or, or whosoever. And, and the Caribbean people, and including a lot of Jamaicans down down Lauder Hill and, and different places, they don't turn up. So if you don't have supporters, who are you going to go it alone? Because without without support from supporters, you go nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's okay. not just support from supporters, um, oddly. We need government investment. Government has to recognize that tourism is still... A big they have been, do- the they been doing that. They have, they have been yeah, doing have that they? over the years. I agree. I agree. They've been doing yeah, the- government support, and they continue to support. But there comes a time when you are in a spot when things have to, you know, get priority, and and sometimes the, the money just can't stretch. You well, know, they they need to bring in new new people who can uh, publicize the game. New, uh, you know, folks who can have an established department or group that will mm. work because that's an important area of the economy and that I should not be neglected. Totally and I it totally should be neglected. Bring in tourism and hold at a stop. They have to rubberize the dollars, man. I mean, yeah, they can't stretch. <laughs> well, look, they need to look at their priorities, really, because they need to bring work and bring back the tourism industry to Jamaica, and that's the only way they're going to do it, the sport. You know, have more um, sporting venues, more sporting matches that can, you know, attract 
people. So they need to sponsor things more, do a lot more with what they have, or bring folks in who can sponsor these things. Government need to start thinking, as somebody would say, the cliche outside the box. You know, they're not doing so at the moment. Let me say something. Let me say something towards that. It's easy for us to bring government and you put a lot of money inside there, right? When you have the players in the West Indies that don't really care about to meet or win and not winning no game, that is what frustrates the, the, um, the spectators them from going to those games. Because these guys, another week is gone. Another week is yeah. gone. It's nine weeks yeah. for 80-something. 80, 80 yes, nine weeks is gone. But what, these guys, this, it, it, it just, I'm going to give you some example. You see, when our guys and them playing, that's why I'm glad Trinidad is going on like this, and I hope Guyana win. I watched some game with Bravo, and when you see out one of the, his um, fellow men from the Caribbean, then he, you can see the impression of the dirty word coming out of his mouth. But when they're playing in the other leagues and they get wicked, they don't do that. They just do their dancing and all. So it just, we're not coming together. And it's, even when they come together to play, it's just like they're fighting against each other. Inside fighting against the team that they're playing against, they're fighting against each other because most of them don't like each other because, no, I make more money than you. So... I don't even want to talk to you. And that's a problem we have. So it's hard for people to go out and watch these guys that don't want to lose. If you want to, if, if, if they was playing and say, I don't want to lose a game and I'll fight, people go and watch them. But they don't even care. They do not care whether they win or lose because they know they can go off and get a little contract here and there. So that is what, that is what killing our game, our players and them, they don't respect. The, the spectators that, that, that come out and, 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 and watch them because they don't, they, they don't really care about us. And if we, as we said, if they can put a lot of money in there, it's not going to really help unless you put money in there and say, every, when it, it, something happens in the game, you give a spectator $1,000, so five, somebody can win $1,000, people would have come out. But just mm-hmm. to say to the players, because these players don't respect each other. They do not. And if they start to respect each other and play for the people of the Caribbean, we'll have a better team. Okay. Yeah. Just to, say, to go back a little bit on the CPL, everybody, anyone is satisfied with the CPI, the results of the CPL? You see it? What, what do you mean the results? The results of mm-hmm. the performances. For instance, let's, let's give you the highest... The, the, the most runs that were scored, apart from today's game. Shire Hope, he played 12 matches, 449 runs. Um, uh, Saim Aju, he's a Pakistani, 426. Imad Wasim, Pakistani, 312. Nicholas Puran, 290 from 10, 10 matches. That's approximately 10... 29 per game. Um, Brandon King, 288. Andre Fletcher, 278 from, from nine. Martin Guptil, 263. Johnson Charles, 238. Shimron Hetmeyer, 227. Azam Khan, 224. Alex Hales, 217. 
Kyron Pollard, 215. Mark Deval, 208. Uh, Sherline Rutherford, 194. And Rovman Powell, 193. And those are the top 15 in the batting, the bats, the bat, bats as they call them now. In, in, in terms of the most wickets, Tahir, 16 wickets. Mohammed Amir, 16 wickets. Dwayne Petoris, 16 wickets. Jason Horner, 16 wickets. So all the top four bowlers have 16 rollers, the only person to, to be up there with the top leaders. Then you have Chris Green, 15. You got Emad Wasim, 14. Uh, Gurupes Moti, 13. Alzari Joseph, 12. Wasim Salim, 11 wickets. Ford, Matthew Ford, 11 wickets. Uh, Ralston Chase, 11 wickets. Um, Romario Shepard, 11 wickets. Andre Russell, 11 wickets. Sonil Narayan, 10 wickets. And Salman Inchad, he got 10 wickets as well. So I'm saying the performance, I'm not really, really impressed with the, the performance. I don't know if you guys are. And, and yeah. the, the three three centuries, right? Gokhil, Wall, <clears throat> and Buran. Uh, um, but can we call any any more centuries? Well, yeah, my, my take is, you know, my take is this: this is a T20. That's 20 over match, mm-hmm. and I think I've watched most of these CPL. Uh, since the start and all the matches have been entertaining and total runs scored in the team regardless of who scored the most the total Mm -hmm. runs scored in most matches have been well into the 160 and the games have been entertaining and certainly I don't see it in the way you see it Mm -hmm. the competition has been strong and I think that uh, we have, I have certainly enjoyed the, the, the matches that I have uh, been fortunate enough to see, even those that I just simply followed the scores. To me, I, I, I don't see things as in that negative light that uh, you're seeing it in. I think that uh, it's been a wonderful season, and I give credit to... Um, you know, to to all the teams that have participated because they did what they had to do. You get the outstanding teams and you get the average team and you get the teams that's not so good. But we're going to see an improvement. I should limit it to all players. Maybe I should limit it to the Caribbean players. I don't think that... Um, uh, I'd like to ask a question, Leon. Yes. When when you say if we are satisfied with the performance, um, that means... um, are you are you thinking of you know comparing it to the IPL or some other series because um the, 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 the IPL is, is a much longer season much longer season you know lot more play so 
Or what also mm-hmm. players because of me. I was hoping that our players would be up in the top three, top You mean four. West Indian, the West, the West, West Indian players? Yes, West Indian players. Most well, of well, mm-hmm. well, a lot, um, uh, uh, you're talking about T20, and two of the two of the three centuries were scored by West Indians, right? Um, um, Paul and, uh, and, and, uh, and Cornwall. So and, and, two out of the three. And you, and, you, and, and you have guys who score up in the 80s. Um, you know, Hope, Hope made some good score. King made made high, you know, didn't make the head centre. Oh, are you satisfied? Huh? Are you satisfied? Yes, um, I am. Yes, I, I, I'm started. There are some. Look, you're gonna find some disappointment. Um, you, you have guys who maybe you would have counted on to take some more wickets. They didn't. But such is the game. It, it, you're gonna bowl four yes. overs, and sometimes it depends on when you're coming to bowl to. Because you have the depth, you have the depth over, and you and you have you're coming in the middle when when sometimes you maybe the, the, the batsman or the batters are well set. On the other hand, sometimes um, you, 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 you may start to, as an opening bowler, when, you have the, when the fielders are in, inside the 30-yard circle. So it all depends on, on when you bowl. So it's sometimes the final analysis when you look at the, the figures. It, it, it don't show the, the, the true, um, <laughs> the, 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 the way the guys bowl. But it depends on when you bowl, and, you know, and especially coming in, in that over, when everybody... Especially if the team that's batting, you know, has a lot of wickets in hand, they're going to throw letters, throw the letters, everything, they bat at everything, you know. So um, uh, it, 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 it's hard, it's hard, you know, to real, to real um, say, okay, this is it, this is it, you, you know, it's bad or it's good. But they're going to be, they're going to be disappointed because you expect better from some players. <laughs> they didn't show up the way you want them to. They are run a low scores and stuff. Away from, away from Cornwall's. Uh, hundred. I think he made another forty. Yeah. He, he didn't really show up afterwards, you know. And I mean, it was a punishing hundred. You know, he just talked about for a long time, and and that especially that drop Batman. Oh, just like <laughs> drop the mic. He <laughs> just talked about all about the place. But then away from that, he, he didn't make a whole lot of runs otherwise, you know. That was early. Always look at the whole Barbados team. You you you. you uh... Barbados team we show much. Hola oh, gets 16 wickets, right? And Cornwall mm-hmm. makes. And what else? Can we look back and say we had some good, good performances from the Barbados side? Look at Jamaica, right? Mm-hmm. Jamaica last five matches before they in a row. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. before they came. Yep. What I'm looking about, man. But we need you take. You're not giving credit to the other teams that they're playing, the teams that fight and fight and fight. For example, Guyana. They've been fighting all season, and they've got a well-balanced team. This is the factor that all the other teams need to emulate. They need to get players. And, of course, it's a franchise, and they invite franchisee players to participate. And these players have earned their money because... They came in and they produced even as much as or perhaps better than some of the local players. But that's the reason why they're there. They were invited to come and ply their trade and ply their trade they did. And they did so in in remarkable fashion. Look at Tahir. 
he's came in as captain of the the, um, the Warriors. I'm and what has he done? He's contributed a great deal, not just as a captaincy, but as in his own personal performances, leadership, mm-hmm. and all of the other aspects of the game. And the whole idea is that we want our players who are playing with him to learn from him and to be able to go out when it is their turn and put and forward, put forward the same type of performances that they been they've shown from these imported there I call them imported players. That's the whole reason of having them. So personally I have absolutely no problem with the CPL this year. I think it's been entertaining and the better teams, the more organized team, the team with the better leadership, they are the uh, ones who stand out. Go ahead, news, news, all out, ninety four eight point one over. Ninety-four. Well, I mean that. You know, it's disappointing to see Trinidad go out, Trinidad go out, uh, sort of, so 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 lowly. But don't take away from the fact that the Warriors bowlers came and did what they had to do. All through this series, I've always rated Trinidad as an excellent team, and as it turned out, they were the team number two. But they failed to produce in certain matches, and this is one of them. Don't take away from the performance of the Guyanese Warriors bowlers. They've earned their stripes today by doing what they should be doing. But, but, so, but don't, don't forget but, they are still to bat, you know, so Trinidad can still win. Yes, they're still to bat. Yes, but, yeah. but no time. It's, 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 not, it's not the par score. It's not the score that we're expecting, but they, the match yeah. is not finished. Matthew, okay, Matthew, let me Matthew, let me tell you. You guys all win. The team, Wait a moment. You all, guys win. All, all, you yeah, guys all the team, all the team have only four foreign players and can that can play at one time. So all of them have an opportunity to have foreign players, and then some of the, some of the, some of the other team member is from their country or they're from the rest of the Caribbean um, country. So everybody have everybody have that, but. For me, Guyana, I really want a Guyana. I'm going to tell you the reason why I want Guyana to win. There's a left-hander there from, I think, um, Pakistan that lead Guyana all the way. And I just impressed how this little, little bat. youngster back. Yes. And I just, he's like 21 years old, right? Yes. And I just want Guyana to win just because of him, man. Because, like, I mean, to show you really appreciate this little youngster that's come in and doing that performance. And I'm glad that how they bowl against Trinidad and they out them up for that because you said five century score and I have a little chat on three. 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 We remember uh, three. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you what all of them. No, Guptel score one, Harain oh. score one, um, Rakim score one, um, Brandon King score one, and I think another one was scored by um, the one the foreign player. Did you notice? The, the no, 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 no. The, the I don't think it was in somebody else. But oh, the man. reason why I said that, right? Mm-hmm. One of the guys on our chat now, everybody scored a century. They never said good batting. The first thing with Cornwall, oh, indiscipline bowling. The guy that them wasn't bowling right. But everybody else century, they don't say nothing about that. You understand? This is what we do. I mean, it's hard for us in the Caribbean right now to really come back together. Let's say you get, an, you get these guys 
head brain um, takes put something as in their head because they just compete against each other like they're better than you. And as I said, for Cornwall, everybody keep on saying he's too big to play cricket and he's too that. But if a big guy can do something like that and perform like that, these other slim guys supposed to be do a lot better than him. Look at Carty. Carty played tonight. He hit the ball yeah. on the ground. All the, other, all the other guys come in and what they do, trying to hit the ball out the park. Instead of taking a single here and there. When you hit the ball on the, on the ground now, you cannot be out caught, you know. But everybody wants to power out the ball and then like, they fail. So they cannot blame nobody else. All I can say for right now, good bowling by Guyana. And I don't want Guyana to win this game tonight. Give him a good, a good yeah. whipping. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, can I bring you back to the, the comments made? The comments made by the previous coach of cricket West Indies, the one where West Indies were suffering and struggling, and his statement then was that we are we we are power hitters and we will continue to do so, as opposed to coaching them to be, you know, taking Use the carpet. Use the, the carpet. You know, mm-hmm. right? Is um, what what you could say. They are living up to what they've been coached to or how they've been coached to perform and notwithstanding the fact that it is not necessarily the right way to perform in these instances. So don't forget that they were coached in that fashion by the now departed coach. And I think he is one of the... Yeah. Dennis, Sorry, I want to give us a wrap-up, a wrap-up of what we covered this evening. You have most of the... Oh, yeah. What, Okay, let me just say before we go, Leon, that it is the weekend coming up for the minor league playoff schedule. And the minor league playoff will take place next on um, next Sunday from Grand Prairie, Texas at 7 p.m. And all these minor league playoff matches are being screened on um, Willow TV at no cost. You do not have to be, uh, as they say, subscribing to Willow to get them. Or you can just watch the games at the minor league website. They are eight teams currently in the um, finish, who finish top of the, um, their various divisions. You know, Atlanta Lightning, Atlanta Fire, Philadelphians, New Jersey Stallions, Dallas, Michigan Stars, East Bay, Silicon Valley Strikers. And now all of this week, beginning tomorrow through the 29th, they are playing these uh, final playoff matches, and they're all available for you to watch before the final next Sunday. So those who have time, it's free. It's on the YouTube or it's on Willow. Now, as far as uh, our day today, we've been... Fortunate, we've had the coaches' corner where we were very much taking note of how mood and um, mood and uh, is one of the factors that will influence your personal performance. Mood and emotions, and Coach Patel gave us all the information we had there. We celebrated the birthdays and anniversaries. And, of course, we thank Mertris for that excellent um, 
performance with the uh, the uh, laws of cricket our report. The, yeah. with our reports on the focus of the laws of cricket and we are looking forward to the uh, next um, report next Sunday we will have uh, Hyacinth will be presenting the laws of cricket law number two we obviously are on law one. Next week will be law number two, and Hyacinth will be presenting this discussion for us on the laws of cricket next week. We discuss at length the, the Republic Bank's men's CPL and also brought to our attention the fact that infractions of the spirits of the laws of the game is still alive, although we may not hear much about it when it does occur umpires are taking note and umpires are bringing to the attention of the authorities and we see the end result with the captain being suspended and players being equally suspended and dropped as a result of their bad, bad behavior. Australia's performance against India was highlighted and of course the very strong Indian side led by their ever uh, impressive Mr. Shubman Gill and others who have done so much to promote um, New Zealand, sorry, Indian cricket. That's an interesting series there. The ICC Men's T20 World Cup in the USA. Three cities have been named as possible venues for the World Cup next year. So we're looking forward to that. There are seven venues in the Caribbean islands. So once again, we should be some very interesting cricket. And I'll wrap things up with the minor league cricket final next Sunday with the playoffs taking place between the 26th and the 29th of September. That's it from me, Leon, in terms yeah, of the wrap-up. Thank you so much. Let's turn our attention to, to Hyacinth. Hyacinth, your final thoughts? And just you just want to say it was a very good, we have learned a lot tonight about moods. And, and I think Jaitin's a mind reader because he answers my questions without me even asking them. <laughs> so so <laughs> it's, it's very interesting. I just want to say thank you to each and everyone. And say have a wonderful week. And see you next week. Thank you. God willing. Thank you for staying up with us. Thank you so much. Merchis, your final thoughts. Say goodbye to all your fans and well wishes. You did a wonderful job tonight. We appreciate you putting Thank you out. So. Mm-hmm. Thank you well, so much. Then. And it was a pleasure. Mm-hmm. And we had a wonderful show this evening. So mm-hmm. until next week this time, God willing, have a good mm-hmm. night and a blessed week. Donna, good night. Good night. And thank you again. Thank you. Donna, your yes. final thoughts before yes. you... Once again, yes. I'd like to say I was very impressed with the show this evening. Put mm-hmm. also Murphy's on her presentation. Yes. And thank you. Also, everyone, have a pleasant week. Yes, indeed. And we'll thank see you on the show Sunday. Excellent. Yes. So, yes. your final thoughts? Virgil, your final thoughts, Virgil. Oh, he's still. I'm, I'm, I, yeah, yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I get so carried away with the, 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 
the break for the CPL. It's so oh, entertainment, yeah. I, I can't even speak. So talk to you guys again next week. Enjoy it. Go and watch the, 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 the halftime break with the CPL most entertainment. Yes. Sir. And we'll talk about it again next week. Thank yes, you. Okay. Thank you so much, for Virgil, for your participation. Who is next? Anybody comes in? Who is next? Uh, have Simon. Simon. Simon, you're first. Yes. Yes, I'm here listening, listening, listening. Your final thoughts. Final words. Listening to you, talented gentlemen and ladies. Know this game so well. It's a pleasure every Sunday night. Wish you can have it twice a week. One day, we want to have a wonderful week and be safe. And we'll be back here next week, Sunday at 6 p.m. Have a wonderful night, all. Good night. Good night. Good night. How about Leon, before, before well, we part, let's just remind the listeners and, of course, our panelists that, you know, the Saturday morning entertainment show is there on a Saturday morning at, at 9 a.m. to 12 midday. Be at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Caribbean Global Voice. You can participate, join in, give them a request if you like certain songs. They are there, they will play, they'll honor your wishes. So call them and tell them this is what I'd like to hear. One five six three nine 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 three six nine three. So until you hear the inspirational hour, you have never been inspired and entertained like you have never heard entertainment. So join the inspirational hour on the Saturday morning entertainment show at Caribbean Global Voices at www.blogtalkradio.com Caribbean Global Voices every Saturday at 9. Yes. Back yes. to you, Leon. And now we... Drop in Marlon Samuels. Drop in Marlon Samuels. I agree with that. Oh, you know, he, he should have been dropped before. Uh, they're, they're persisted him for a long time. And um, he's just not the same Marlon Samuels that played cricket two years ago. So there comes a time when you have to say enough is enough. He was given many chances. And um, I agree with the action of Marlon Samuels. Powell, no. What? Okay. Uh, Audley, your final thoughts. We just wanted to insert what Audley said some years ago. Go ahead, Audley. Okay. Okay, so um, I, have, some, I, I have something here. Just, just, a, just a minute. Um, Somebody wrote an article or, you know, about players of yesteryear who would have been at home playing T20s, and they named five players. And uh, Ramesh Kaliknarana from, uh, would be number five from Sri Lanka. Number four would be Mohammed Arozuddin, Arozuddin from, from India. And, of course, the four, four guys left stranded at 99. He played 99 test matches. And... Um, Javid Meandad would be number three. Oh, number yeah. four, number two would be Kapil Dev. And of course, mm-hmm. the number one is a man of the swagger. So Viv Richards would have been at home, the man of the swagger, when it comes to players of yesteryears, would be mm-hmm. there sitting, the, you know, uh, would be at home in playing, um, playing T20 cricket. I, ha- I had... I have something on my, on my phone here that I for, for my for my um, final thing, but I I just can't find it. I don't know. I mean, it, it was there, you know. Um, but 
I enjoy, I enjoy, I, we enjoy the company this evening, and uh, I think we we had a a good show. And look, if if it, it if it was nice to you out there, please give us a call, or if there's something you want to um, you know say to us, or you want to ask a question, please give us a call. And we are falling down again. We should have been given the number five one five six zero five ninety eight fifty five zero five six zero five ninety eight fifty. So you can call in and interact with us. So have a wonderful week. And just remember, seeing a person smile is one thing. But, you know, be the reason for the person smiling. It's even better. Have a grand and good week. Thank you. Thank you. Correction there, you said 505. It's 515. Sorry. Overlook, right? Sorry, sorry. Five one five six zero five. Yeah. Nine eight five. So go 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 over it one more time. Five one five. Five one five six zero five. Ninety eight fifty. Nine eight fifty. All right. Thank you very much, brother. Thank you. All right. Have a great week. God willing. It was a pleasure. Also, the wonderful show tonight. We just thank all the participants and the listeners of the. And I just want to give Ivor a shout out. I know he's over Ivor and Barbara. He's over there in uh, in Saint Kitts, uh, Saint okay. Kitts Nevis, having a yes. grand time. So hey guys, him, enjoy yourself and have a wonderful time. See you see you in in the US over in next week. God's will.
in cricket throughout the years. We had plenty talented men, and Samson, Baba, Slegoa, Thompson, all the rest of them. There was no opportunity for them. Before their career, they had to stop. It's different with you and the boys. Stay up, stay up, stay up. Now when you're bowling, ball, ball. Remember it's duties call. When you're bowling, ball, ball. Ball and make them wickets fall. When you're bowling, ball, ball. Ball like a devil ever you may be. Remember, you're bowling for all of we.